Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Obsession Sessions. It's been a long time, but here we are back again in our respective homes. My name's Layla. And my name is Dipti. Hi, everybody. Uh, we have been emotionally recharging after getting obsessed with This Is Us, which is one, unprecedented. I'm not a fan of network shows, usually. Especially ones that are family dramas. Exactly. Yeah. Dip, thank you so much. Ugh. Yeah. Just what a surprise this show has been for me. And also, what an emotional roller coaster. Ugh. There's been exactly three episodes where I haven't cried really hard. There were a couple in the middle that I didn't cry. Like, I didn't cry at this finale, which was garbage. Oh, okay. Hot take. So we're getting right into it. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so the finale was last night, and Dip and I both watched it. Dip obviously did not like it. She called it garbage. I wasn't (laughs) unhappy with it, but I wasn't, wow, 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 what a great cliffhanger, so ready for season two. But given how this show is sort of like written and set up for audiences, I'm actually not surprised that they didn't give us the reveal of how Jack dies. I think we were completely duped. Yeah, but that's what they do. That's what they've always done. Like the episode before that, you're like, oh my God, Jack's going to cheat on Mandy Moore's character. No, but see. On Becca. That's and then fine, it didn't though, happen. But, but that's the conceit of the show, that they will never give you what you want. They gave us what we wanted in Memphis. Well, because there was no way you weren't going to not kill William off. I mean, you already, they already set him up. He has cancer. He's dying. Yeah, it just, it's just that Jack is going to be around. They're going to keep doing flashbacks. So he could have died last night and still been a big part of the show. Right. Except that my opinion on it is, on a producer viewpoint of it, if they kill off William and they kill off Jack in season one, that's like blowing a lot of your load in the first, but we already in your freshman know. year of the show. But we already knew he yeah, was going to die. Yeah, you already know that Jack is going to die. I mean, you already know that Jack is dead. So I don't mind being yeah. strung along for like another half season figuring out what exactly happened when he died. I wouldn't have minded if I wasn't. I felt like I was promised a death last night. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm, I didn't get I'm it. honestly and I not didn't surprised. Cry. I'm actually not surprised that they didn't do that. And also, my opinion on last night's episode was they gave us, like, their big episode in Memphis. Like, the Memphis episode, I think, was their sort of, like, crowning glory for this season. And so this finale seemed kind of like, okay, this is just, like, an extra setup for season two. I mean, the the bigger thing is, like, I don't care about anybody else on this show, really, other than Randall and William. And now that William is gone, I only care about Randall. Wait, you don't... You don't care about Jack? Well, because I mean, listen, Jack's cute to look at, but like overall, I'm not like compelled by his story unless it's tethered (laughs) to something else. I am. I am so compelled by his story because I know that he dies and I know that Mandy Moore gets with her bestie. And I like, well, also, I am obsessed with Jack. This is true. With Milo Ventimiglia. Um... But, like, so that might explain partially why I'm so vested in him. But the fact that he's dead is so huge that it makes me, his story just immediately is compelling to me. 
because they have this like right. annoyingly Which is why perfect I marriage. Think that this setup is kind of interesting because I feel like it's setting it up for next season to be like the shatter of the house of mirrors, right? Where it's like, yeah, okay, this this family wasn't right. perfect. Well, you know what? I bet we're not going to find out next season either. I mean, listen, if they drag us along next season, just exposing Kate and Kevin's Kevin? storylines, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I'm out. I mean, for as Ugh. much as I love crying at this show, just because it makes me feel like, oh, I'm, I have emotions. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't give a shit about Kate and Kevin's I know, characters. I know you feel like, that way. I just don't. I don't care about either of I, them. The only time I've cared about Kate is when it has to do with her relationship with Jack. It's the only time I give a damn about anything about her. I just, listen, give me a show with like zombie Jack, zombie William, hanging out with Randall and his family. Give me a show about that and I'll watch that forever. Yeah, I I would love that. I also love Beth. We don't know much about her, but I love Beth. That's her name, right? I don't really care so much for his daughters. They don't oh, really have no. much plot. I mean, here's the thing. I'm sure they will. They'll start coming into their own. Because before, they were just tethered to William. But I think now they'll probably have their own. Because next season, for sure, it's going to be like exploring the daughter's reaction oh, the to the fact that Randall wants to adopt a kid. Um, Wait, I want to go back to something regarding Kate. And that is... Um, okay, I'm going to try and stay before, awake for this. But- Okay, try to stay awake for this. Try and stay awake. The only time I've ever cared about her character is when it... Oh, the drumming. When they talk about... Well, because it's only when it talks about her relationship with her father. That is the only thing that I find compelling. But, like, again, that just has to do with Jack. I mean, it does have to do with Kate, but it's Jack adjacent. So, like, otherwise, I just don't care about Kate. I'm tired of her obese storyline like yeah it's i think not it's moving boring. anywhere i think it's boring and it's kind of it's super I mean, boring the thing that's so annoying to me about it and i'm sure there's been like plenty of slate think pieces about it is just like i don't need <laughs> an obese actor to tell me an obese storyline of like wah it's so hard to lose weight it's like dude there's obese people who aren't losing weight because they don't give a shit because they're doing like 500 other things give me that Give me that story. Yeah, line. Kate's not doing anything. Yeah, Kate's not doing anything other than like she looked in a f- banker's box of photographs and is like, oh, yeah, you know what I want to do? Sing. You took me to like Most fat boring. camp for like four episodes <laughs> just so that you can go and I sing know. in L.A. Like, and, and, and what kind of a cliffhanger and, is that? And Who the worst cares? part is that like this whole little singing story sing. arc thing was like a blip in the radar of like four episodes ago. I don't even remember her singing four episodes ago. I think I read something about, did she sing? She didn't sing. There was something that happened where she saw that photograph. She just looked at it longingly and like threw it off. But it was definitely one of those things where we like lingered on that shot for a little bit. And you're sort of like, like as an audience member, you're like, oh, is this a thing I'm supposed to remember for later? And then you're like, oh, Okay, she wanted to sing Ugh, the whole time. Her story time. is Whatever. so forgettable to me that I just yeah. Don't I mean, even I wouldn't that. be surprised if I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if most people missed it because it was such a it was such a blip. It was kind of like the equivalent of like in the Memphis episode where William grabs that postcard, and it's not until like 
Beth gets the mail that you're like, oh, oh my God. Oh, God, that destroyed me. <laughs> like, William wrote you a letter oh, from Jesus. Memphis. <laughs> God, okay. I can't oh, even tell God. you how many boxes of tissues I went through during the Memphis episode. I was physically in pain from how much I was crying. Yeah, it was, that was harsh. I, yeah, I went through a lot of emotions during the Memphis episode. Like the first third and the final third portions of that episode, I was a weeping disaster. Right. The middle right. third, not as, I didn't cry because there was like stuff happening that wasn't sad. Yeah. But, you know, I know a couple people who haven't cried at all. Yeah, that's, you know what, season. though, honestly, Dip, I kind of feel like those are probably the people who, like, cry in normal life. Like, cry at real things that they're supposed to cry at. Interesting. I cry at TV and in movies often. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's just like, I mean, I have genuine multiple streams of tears going down my face watching this show. And I did not shed one tear last night because this episode, you know what? I didn't hate the episode. It was just such a wrong finale. The show built itself, put its standards too high for me, I think. I just expected so much more from a finale. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it gave us exactly the kind of you were disappointed when the end I, credits I mean, came on? Here's the thing, Dip. I, w- I was disappointed. Like, in the overarching scheme of what a finale in my mind should be, sure, I was disappointed. Yeah. I expect, like, a crazy cliffhanger where it's like, <gasps> I have to wait four months. Yeah. Until- right. But the thing is, like, This Is Us doesn't do that. It's never done that. I think it does it every episode. You, okay, every single episode, so I'm like, a thing what? that has left you thinking like, oh, shit, I have to tune in next week to find out what happens. Oh, you're so putting me on the spot. No, but um, where you've actually been like, ooh, I need to know what happens next. Okay, well, like when um, Mandy Moore shows up with Miguel at, at um, Randall's doorstep. And we're like, where's Jack? Who's that weird looking guy with terrible aging makeup? Right. But then the next week they reveal it and it's like quick as a wink. Like, it's not a big setup. You're just like, oh, yeah, Jack's dead and now she's married to Miguel. The end. You have no. That's so a far, big you have no. That made me go, what? Yeah, that, but like, what I'm saying out. is like your payoff is nothing, right? Like that next week. It wasn't like a big setup to like, oh, you're going to find out like what happened to Jack and how she got together with Miguel. You didn't get that. You just found out that Jack is dead and now she's with the best But my friend. jaw still dropped at the end of the episode. Yeah, that's Also, fine. my jaw dropped at the end of the first episode, the pilot. But that's just- like I, My jaw has end- dropped every single episode except for like three. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the the conceit of the show is never to give you like it'll give you something, but then it'll never pay that thing off the way you expect that thing to pay off. And that's been to me the conceit. Correct. Of the show I'll since give the you beginning. that. Like I will say though that in this finale, I liked the actual episode. Like I really enjoyed watching this backstory to like Jack being kind of like a directionless maybe loser. Um. And Mandy Moore, what's her name? Rebecca? Yeah. I can't believe it's like one of my favorite shows and I don't know the main character's name. But um, 
her whole like what she did sacrifice singing wise um for family like i didn't know that that was a thing is that um, you didn't know that what was a thing and i like so i enjoyed i enjoyed like it just shows that stakes were high for both of them jack got his life together and mandy moore dropped her life which brings me a little bit to it's interesting to me that this is a show on at the same time as Big Little Lies because which we'll talk about in another episode, but like I both of them are about women being unfulfilled solely as mothers. That'll be kind of interesting to explore if they even choose to explore it deeply in season 2. I think that they will. They probably I think they'll or probably maybe- do a little bit more than just that exploding fight in the finale. See, and that my she question feels like is, a do you, ghost in her own home, you know? So, do you think she has admitted that to herself before last night's episode? I think she's timeline? probably been feeling that way, but then for whatever reason has been kind of squelching it. Because I think, I mean, listen, I don't know. I'm not a mother, but I think it's kind of like, to me, I think it's probably like the equivalent of what postpartum depression was probably like. For a lot of women where it's like, I don't want to admit to anybody that I'm unhappy being a mother because then it makes me seem like I hate my babies, that I hate my kids. Yeah. Which is, that's not, the two are not a direct corollary, right? It's just that you as a a human being outside of being a mother, outside of having a family, you have other needs and wants. But I think even in the 90s, and I think even today... It's probably hard for a lot of women to admit, hey, you know what? Like I have a I have kids and I have a family and I'm really happy for that, but I'm still feeling significantly incomplete because I don't have another thing that defines me outside of being a mother. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I wonder if people said that kind of stuff back then. You know, like people are people Well, I think especially say, I think especially because women are having babies later now. So it's a very, very deliberate decision to have a baby post late 30s. You know what I mean? And so the fact that you would be unhappy about it, too, is like must be hard to reconcile. Like, you know, a lot of women are getting fertility treatment or this or that. And um and so to like on top of it, once you finally have your baby that you tried so hard to get that you're feeling kind of unhappy, you probably like don't want to go there even in your head. In terms of Becca, like admitting it to Jack, I'm sure this is probably even the first time that she's kind of even admitting it to herself or at least allowing her to admit yeah. it to herself. Right. He was a dick. What did he say? He said like dancing or singing in a. Oh, like, right, bars singing covers in career. bars is not a career. Yeah, which, like, to me is that kind of like... That was way harsh. It was way harsh, but I feel like it was... I I will agree. Okay, so Dip and I both read an article, I think it was on Vox, that basically kind of broke down the finale last night. And I will totally agree with the author of that article that, like, yeah, this was the first time that we've seen Jack, quote, be real, as opposed to being like, yeah. I'm this perfect Prince Charming... With the exception of the fact I that was he's starting clearly to get an in... alcoholic or like some sort of functioning well, wait, alcoholic. Can we can we talk about that, though? Actually, I was chatting about this with my friend Meredith a little bit that like Mandy Moore totally took away from his alcoholism. And my friend 
was glad about that, but I was unhappy. I'm like, no, I wanted him to have been a drunk because then that makes the fact that he straightened out his life that much more like of a bigger stake. And it makes the fact that he's been such a good father and husband and worker, whatever, um, that much more of a feat. Yeah, but you know and what, Dip? I feel like all it of that. raises stakes. But I think all and of. And she took all that away. She's like, eh, you're barely an alcoholic. Right. But I think that's what will probably position us for season two. Because I feel like season two will probably be like the dark side of this coin that has been presented to us in season one that's like, so shiny. Look at this perfect family. Yeah. And then it'll be like, actually, no, wait, let's take a look. Like. Here is Jack trying to do all the... And I feel like we get a little blip of that. Like, he was about to steal from this bar, yeah. right? Like, he has this... Um, He has a, what I would call, a Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah. He has, like, a yeah. Saul Goodman moment in the car with his best friend, like, Daryl or whatever his name was. When he was like, listen, I've been good my entire life and I get shit for it. Now's the time for me to be bad. So I can finally get yeah. the life that I think I deserve. Um, I didn't even like, I didn't even connect that. But yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's um, like that like, same I'm done sort of. Nice guy. Yeah. It's like that same sort he of. He justified like, it to himself. Right. Exactly. Um, and so, By the way, that partner in crime he had, such a dud of a character. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's true. I didn't. Yeah. He, I think he was just there to kind of give somebody, him somebody else to play off of. That wasn't like Miguel. I think that I could have acted better than that. I don't know. Whoa. I was like, okay. have an emotion, man. Yeah. And I am not an actor in case you didn't um, know. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe they were trying to show that the, that like he just hung out with like complete wet noodles. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, that that's what it was. That guy was a wet noodle. OK, so he's in the car and like he has this whole thing. He's about to be bad. He's like about to go and steal from this bar and if it weren't for the fact that Rebecca shows up because she decided to bail out of a blind date he most likely would have stolen the money from that bar but it leads me to think Mm -hmm. just because he ran into her at that bar doesn't mean that that's the thing that truncated this whole notion of like fuck it I'm just gonna do what I need to do to survive whether it's the right side of my moral compass or not yeah well I I think that was a big that was a life-changing moment for him but the thing is that guy doesn't just go away and i th- i think that's maybe what that's that, what you're yeah, saying is that's like, exactly what i'm saying is that like just because mandy moore shows up on the scene doesn't necessarily mean that like all of a sudden he's gonna be like oh you know that thing that i said where i was gonna be bad now i met you but now i'm back to being a good guy that's why i feel like next season will probably be like other little blips of jack doing the wrong thing well, you know what I think would be interesting if they did this next season? Um, well, first of all, I will say, even though Milo Ventimiglia is officially, I believe, my number one man in this world, I even I got irritated with how perfect Jack was. Like, in the middle of the season, I was like, come on, man. Like, this is a bit much. Like, you are too good. Because they were a perfect couple this season. So one thing that I think would be interesting in season two, if they did it this way, is if it's not that we see the bad side of Jack post this fight, but if we see bad Jack peppered into 
storylines that we already knew, but we just didn't get that point of view. Oh, yeah. Like a lost because season he was two like, thing. Yeah. Like, because he was like annoyingly perfect this season. And and like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I was annoyingly getting... perfect thing. Well, yes, I love him. And if he wants to be with me, <laughs> he has so me. If you're listening. Milo, if you're listening. Um, but like I, I I remember like talking to some friends and being like, OK, this is getting a bit much with him being too perfect. Like he's got to break bad at some point. I don't know if we like see some of Bad Jack in timelines that we already know. That could right. be interesting sort of like. No, I think writing, I definitely um, agree. Like I think something like that is kind of necessary because. I think the cliffhanger, in quotes, to this season finale is kind of like, oh, shit. Okay, he's moving out. They're taking a separation break. But in addition to that, this is the first time you've seen this couple really fight about, like, really, really fight, right? Yeah, and there's no way they didn't fight for 15 years and all of a sudden now he's going to go back to old Jack. Like, that just isn't right. how he And also, work. I mean, think about it, Dip. Like, this is a couple that never fights. They fight once and Mandy Moore's like, GTFO. Like, go yeah, live with Miguel. That's, that's why I'm saying, like, there's a that was there's like stuff that we're not seeing. Right, but which I think plays to your point. Like... There's stuff that we're not seeing. It's something led up yeah. to her being like, you need to leave and we need to take a break. Because, because that was like, not, that, wasn't, that did not warrant, that like, was, get out. Exactly. That didn't warrant, like, you need to leave and take your stuff. So I feel like for as much as it was kind of mentioned, I feel like Jack was probably way more of a drinker than the show led on. I feel like in the end, she's if he is in fact a drinker, willing to bet that Mandy Moore is a little bit of an enabler. Well, maybe like you think that there's a part of her that doesn't want to admit that her perfect husband is a uh, like problematic drinker because she's like, whatever, you got drunk a lot one year, seven years ago. Well, don't use us. I wonder if a lot of it is just uh, like I wonder if some of it is just her being like, well, your dad was like way much worse. And you're still like a good husband, you know, kind of in the same way that it's like you probably don't want to think that you've spent 15, 20 years with someone who is seriously problematic. So maybe she's oh, just maybe lying so. to herself. I mean, like, let's not. Right. Exactly. Like, let's not out outrule the idea that, like, it's very likely that she's been in denial this whole time, which maybe is why we didn't see it on the show. Right. You know? I can't, like, I am dying, obviously, to find out how Jack died. But I'm also dying. Oh, so let's talk know, about this for a second. Her and Miguel if got you're together. talking about. Miguel. Okay, so let's, let's unpack the first and then we'll unpack Miguel. In this article, in this Vox article, and this is a, probably a theory that a lot of people who've watched the show already know, is. There's an ongoing theory that Jack dies on 9-11. Yeah, which blew my mind. I never, ever thought that. I didn't even go there. Yeah, but I didn't go there. I clicked on the thing that was kind of like breaking down the, um, like breaking down the whys of the theory. And I was like, I don't know. It checks out. 
Like it checks out to me. It totally You've given me checks enough out. Evidence. Yeah, it's like, a sound I buy it. theory. It's a sound theory. Okay, so let's go through it a little bit, just in case people don't know about this theory. Essentially, the argument is, for starters, when we see the kids at the funeral, they're older, but they're not old enough that it would be any later than 2006, right? So they're saying like, they're too young looking to be 2006, which would be like 2001 and not later 20s, which would be after 2006. Yeah, no, it's definitely they were teens. Yeah. And then there's this other um, portion of the theory that's saying that some of the writers keep saying like that, like how Jack dies is going to like blow everybody's mind and like it's going to be super melodramatic and and that he died as heroic as he lived. Yeah, so, which would track if someone were to have died saving folks in the towers or on one of the flights. And then the other point that somebody made, which I thought was interesting, because this was one that I really didn't think of, just because I don't, like, it just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't ever anything that I thought of, but all of the family grows up in Pittsburgh. But when we see them today, they all live in New York. With the exception of Kevin, who moves from L.A. to New York. But they're all in New York right now. Right. But technically, they're all... Well, they're moving back to L.A. But right now, they're all in New York. Does Mandy Moore live in New York? My suspicion is that she lives somewhere in the tri-state area because she's usually visiting Randall. So so maybe she's still in Pittsburgh. but, um, But for sure, Randall lives in upstate New York. And then... Kevin moves to New York. No, he lives in Jersey. He lives in Jersey. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Upstate New York, Jersey. Jersey. He doesn't live in New York City proper, but he lives like in the burbs. So at what point do they all move to New York? Or at what point do they all find themselves in outside of the Pittsburgh area? Right. Pittsburgh's like a good 10 hours away. So it's a significant move. Right. It's a significant move. And so in that case, I guess the argument is like, does Jack kind of rescind on his career path so he can allow Becca to be an artist in New York and like that's why they moved to New York or like suburbs of New York which I thought was kind of I'm like oh that's like an interesting thing to think about yeah I think that's possible yeah um and those are kind of like the major bullet points oh one of the other bullet points is that they don't give you the year of Jack's death which right. makes sense because if it was a nine eleven thing and they and he did die in two thousand one, I think immediately people would be like, "Oh, okay, he died in nine eleven. Right. But as it stands right now, we um, don't know what year he died. But see, now that this theory's out there, I feel like they're not going to do it because like it's <laughs> too predictable. Maybe so. I mean, it's again, like I think maybe what if it does go into like lost territory where people are like. Oh, it's about purgatory. It's purgatory. And then it's like, no, it's not about purgatory. Seven seven seasons But then later, it was. And then it was about purgatory. For seven seasons. I didn't hate and then in the end, we'll find this. out that Jack dies in 9-11. Or we find out that Jack is actually Jack from Lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Looks he gets like on a plane. It could be. That's like yeah. his cousin. Do you know what else I oh, wait, had a problem with? Oh, wait, but before we move on, episode? I need to find out what your theory is on how 
Becca gets together with Miguel. Well, we were talking about this, me, you, and Daisy on Messenger, um, when I read the news that Joe Biden's daughter-in-law, Bo's wife, oh yeah, is now, is now dating, with the brother, is now dating Bo's brother, and I was uh-huh. like super freaked out. And Daisy immediately brought in "This Is Us" and said, "Well, that's what happens when some people are mourning; they end up going with like." A sibling because they're the only ones who can understand. So, like, that's the only theory I have. Right. That I and that's kind of the only theory he I have too. Her that most. he like comforted her. But that disturbs me to no end. I don't <laughs> like. I I understand intellectually that that may be a thing, but it just bothers me so much. Well, for the Biden thing, I think probably because of the sibling connection. But like, does the Miguel thing bother you? That's like a bestie thing. Would that weird you out? Yes. Yeah, I just, it's not. Right? Because, like, okay, so, like, if you were to, like, this is us, your life, then it's, like, you get together with your bestie's husband after your bestie passes away. Yeah. Or. And that's just Or rather that, like, you're with someone and then they pass away, but you start. And get with my bestie. And you get with your, well, you get with your husband's bestie. With the husband's bestie. It, oh, God, it's just, there's just off-limits people in this world, people. <laughs> and I think. You're like, get back on the internet. It. Go on Tinder again. Don't yeah, start boning like there's within more the dating pool. apps out there these days. <laughs> I, I don't but know. But I guess it, just, it doesn't it, super surprise me just because, I don't know, I feel like that whole, like, dating within a friendship circle seems... On the one hand, gross, but it also seems like, ugh, that's so normal. I feel like that happens. It makes sense, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I, think I feel like weird. it happens more when you're younger and you've got that, like, high school circle. And it's like, oh, yeah, like Johnny's dating Susan. Yeah. yeah, like, Johnny's dating Susan. And then they broke up. So now Susan's dating Johnny's best friend, Billy. But then Billy found out he was gay, so he's dating, like, Susan's best friend, (laughs) you know, Derek. And it's like, what is going on? Well, here's the thing. When you're younger, your universe is much smaller. So you just probably like to go out with people. You know, when you're an adult, you can meet adults in the world that don't know people you know. That's true. Except that I would argue that your world gets re-small again when you're an adult. I think your social world like um, expands and contracts a little bit depending on depending on who you are, what you do, where you live. Yeah, most people's um, contract like got smaller later in life, right? Meaning like their thirties. By that time, like I, I have a lot of friends just in general. Hey guys, I'm popular. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> anyway, I mean no, that's true. Um, Dip does really have a lot. Of I friends. do have a lot of friends, and I will tell you, my She's friends. A, you're a networker, though. So you're like that person, though. I feel like you're the they networker. They make so much fun of me all the time. They're like, oh, another new best friend. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think like this like is a, just like, like, like very indicative of who you are as a person, like. You're super outgoing. You're very quick to get close to people. I think you really like connecting people. Like, they also like mustard on their hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give you that. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, I do think that I have, um, I keep in touch with an abnormal number of people. Because a lot of the people that I keep in touch with are like, I don't keep in touch with that many people. Um, 
so I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I think I think it's more the norm though to like contract who you're hanging out with. Yeah, I think like, so. To go and smaller. also, they live in a small town. Well, I mean, I don't want to like offend Pittsburgh that way because I feel like Pittsburgh is a like a mid-sized city. Eh, it's a smaller city, though. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. I think it's like a mid-sized small city, right? But yeah, it's still it's not like. They're in like a super duper suburb where there's only, I don't know. Right. Like a thousand people in that town, you know? Well, you know what? Also, I think people's social skills wane after a while. So like um, Mandy Moore and Miguel probably like didn't know how to like go on dates. Right. That's I guess that's the other point. Right. And socialize. Like, so they just found I'm each sure other. at some point they were like Jack found. dies and then she's just like, oh, God, like, who do I know? I haven't been singing in a really long time that my ex-boyfriend who took me along on this tour is like a big jerk and I don't like him. Who do I know? Miguel, you know? Yeah, because she was like, go stay at Miguel's house. Like, does Jack only have one friend? You know what I've noticed on TV shows? People don't have friends. They don't like, have a Manny lot of friends. Have one friend. Well, I mean, think about people, it. Like, it's, even on Friends, they didn't have friends but one another. No, like, I would say that the only show that friends. had like like a revolving door of people that showed up was maybe Seinfeld, right? Because like it's the was core who? four oh, of them. Yeah, because it's the core four of yeah. them. But then there's like all these like side folks that kind of show up and depart and show up and depart, which I think is kind of that seems kind of par for the course. Yeah. But yeah, God, I think I'm, you're right. Really that is really dying. interesting because I, I feel like in real life, it's like, okay, I have my core besties, but then it's not like I can't aggregate new besties. Like Halfpenny, our improv team, is like all my new besties, and we've only known each other for a very short period of time, three years. Has it been that short? I think it's, it's like I mean, it's only three. been like Four, three or four years it seems like we've I mean, known each other true. for like a decade but it's not that at long. least at least yeah like we talk to one another every day on facebook Messenger. <laughs> every day we talk to each other yeah which is beautiful it's so wonderful and it really look, is look at what this is us has done it's made us talk about <laughs> all of these other things it's made us talk about postpartum depression the plight of women to be mom, be everything, right? And also friendships and how and people friendships. suck at them the older they right. get, right? And like the weird things that happen when you're mourning someone's death. Oh, and like also, oh, like, and this I think yeah. is interesting because this goes back to the whole like dark sided Jack thing. Um, is and maybe we'll only confirm this once we get to season two, but like the bleaching of memories, right? Because I feel like. In your mind, you're like, yeah, you know what? Our family was so blissful and wonderful. And your brain erases a lot of the stuff of like, no, your dad was like a straight up alcoholic. There were problems in your house. And all you remember are these like, this was a man who was the perfect, most heroic man. They deified him. Right. They deified him, which is not to say that those things aren't true. He probably was a very heroic, good hearted caring loving supportive man but he probably had his dark sides like everybody does right yeah i bet we just don't know jack yeah you just know jack as this guy who's like who will go into the hospital 
his wife having supposed triplets, they lose one and he adopts a baby that same day. I mean, that's like an extra person, right? That's saintly. It's saintly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, we've essentially been given Saint Jack as a storyline. Yeah. And now I'm excited to see him be bad. Right. Now I'm I'm wanting to see, like, like, what are these dark sides? You know, like I really I really enjoy the well, Okay, I was going to say like the real sides of that. But there was actually on a comment thread, the Daily Beast um, had an article today that um, was talking about how mad this is us fans are for not getting their getting for not like having gotten their cry on last night Uh like they wanted to. Um, And I was reading some of the Facebook comments and. There was this woman who was so awful. She was like, get real, people. This doesn't happen. Jack and Rebecca's relationship is a farce. Like, you know, whatever. And this one person responded to that of like, you seem fun. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) But she was like, come on. I know real life. Not Hollywood. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, woman, it's a freaking show. It's just a freaking TV show. Like, it's escapism. Let people escape yeah like can't we escape and this is something that i want to talk about in general with this is us is um something you and daisy and i had discussed um and it's that some people are like why would i watch this is us when real life is already scary enough and it's like that's exactly why you watch it to like escape yeah and get away like and cry about something that's not government related you know what i mean or like human rights being taken away related yeah no it's true it's nice to i just mean cry i cry about a family for me the thing that's been really fun about watching the show has been that it does allow me a sense of escape but also it's so emotionally cathartic like going back to what i said before like i am not i do not consider myself a crier i do not consider myself to be a hyper emotional person mm-hmm. in real life um, but I get hyper emotional about like, yeah, and this is us is letting you access that. Like, it's just something about the show. Like, right. Just right. And I'm willing to bet Leela that like, if I can do side. like a like a like an armchair psychology session on myself, I think it's just because it's easier for me to be vulnerable about people who aren't real than people who are. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like a it's like a barrier thing. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, there was um, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Well, we could talk about more than just this one thing. But regarding Kevin's stupid cliffhanger. No, no. I don't even cliffy, want to. as you were calling it earlier today. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, he's an actor. If Ron Howard calls you to do a movie, you go. It doesn't mean he's abandoning the ex-wife. That's so stupid. Oh, I don't think that that's how that was supposed to play out. Really? I mean, I didn't How, read. I what didn't was read the Cliffy about it then. No, I didn't read it that way. I didn't read it as like, oh, he's leaving her again. But I think we're supposed to read it as, oh, is he not committing? Because he's going to do a Ron Howard movie, which is just it's just a dumb plot line, I think. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the Kevin plot line is like riddled with holes from top to bottom for me anyway. But yeah, I didn't read it like that. I kind of read it more as like the nurse lady being like, oh, I will never get this thing that I want because 
it seems like she kind of wants like a stable thing with this guy who's an actor. And it's like, girl, you're never going to get that because he's always going to be flopping back and forth for this career. So I think that's why she doesn't say I love you to him as he gets in the car. She says I love you after he leaves. Oh, did she? I don't remember that. Because I just I just I'm not vested in her. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we'll be seeing a lot of her next season. Yeah, they're going to have to continue that. They're not going to drop that thread, I don't think. And to be perfectly frank, it's the kind of the one thing that I'm halfway invested in for Kevin. Not because I care that Kevin is in love with this person, but more just Mm because it's kind of cutesy that they've known each other since they were babies. Yes. And that she knew Jack. Well, maybe. We don't know, actually. No, No, she totally knows Jack because, yeah, because she grew up with them. So she knows Jack. I wonder if she's got, I wonder if she's the one that's like, that kind that has like alternate Jack memories of being like, no, remember when we would go into your house and your dad would be passed out drunk on the couch? Like, yeah, your dad was like a great guy, but he was also like a drunk and a fuck up. That would be a very good usage of her character. I, I, I think it kind I mean, it would be kind of interesting because she not only did she grow up with the kids, but she's not part of the family. So she doesn't have that cleaned up memory of what the family is. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to write a spec script of This Is Us after I learn how one writes a spec script. <laughs> um, Google how to write a spec script and then write a spec script. How to write a spec script. Um, no, but I... I but that I would am. be interesting. And also, yeah, I think you're right. Like, that would give her a thing. Because right now it's like, great, she knows she knows Kevin's in and outs, right? She literally yeah. knows Kevin better than anybody else. But it's kind of like, well, Kevin is boring, so I don't give a fuck that she knows a lot of Kevin. Like, you know. Yeah, Kevin was just the most vanilla bean ever. I just, God, Kate and Kevin, just goodbye. I only like Kate as far as illuminating stuff about Jack. And then Kevin, I only started caring a tiny bit about him when he got back together with the ex-wife. And, I, mm-hmm. and that probably has to do with Jack, too, just because she's a connection to the past. Right. Um, that little kid love story arc was, like, super cute to me. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm now, like, reheartened cute. towards Kevin. But honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I already waxed about hating the fact that, like, Kate's storyline really revolves around her being obese. It'll be interesting that season two hopefully will go into her trying to manifest her singing career and what that means um just because i don't think i need to i don't need to see i don't need to see talked about singing before it's weird it's weird i don't care and i think i think season two is gonna have to go into that like you can't just look at a picture of your mom singing and be like i want to be a singer if that was never a thing that was ever discussed but also i'm gonna say this and this is probably a hot take i don't give a fuck about toby and I know, I know and I know either. that people were like, I like oh, him no. a little more than you. Oh, but dip, I don't dip. care. Going back to the argument that I was saying before about this is us always doing this red herring shit. Remember when Toby had mm-hmm. that heart attack? And then yeah. what happened? The next the next episode, it's just like, nope, Toby's in the hospital. Everything's fine. Boop, boop. And then he's yeah. like out of the hospital by the end of the episode. Like 
they don't give they don't ever give you anything where you're like ah! and then the next episode you're <laughs> like oh my god toby's well dead. that's because it's a network family drama I think that's what that's the drawback is like, which is why I didn't expect that the finale was going to be like, holy shit. Now we finally know how Jack died and it was in a car crash. See, I he Billy Joel's his car on a tree, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I just my expectations were too high and I was duped. By the way, what does but that Toby show's do been duping living? you from day one? <laughs> yeah, but but like even if. The payoff from each episode's Cliffy is like immediately resolved. It still gets me right in the I feels. I mean, perfectly. if they were going to, I feel like the thing that's silly about This Is Us is that if they had done it the way that this, I mean, I think they did, but if they were to do it the other way that This Is Us would have done it, is that Kate would have been like, I feel partially responsible about my dad dying. And then. Jack was going to die in a car crash within like the first two minutes, like in the cold open of the season finale. And you're like, right. oh, shit. Right. Yeah. The, that's how that happened. But I feel like they've always like the conceit of the show. So is I guess that they in- never give you that. Yeah. Because think about when you saw that promo with Jack at the bar and you're like, oh, my God, Jack's going to cheat on K- on Becca. And then he didn't. They always read Harry. I think you. like the show read Harry going to happen. You. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Layla, I have a question for you. Give it to Pop me. Pop quiz. What does Toby do? F- what does Toby do for a living? He walks around in shitty fedoras and like loud suits. <laughs> I hate which his makes hat me think so that much. He's, I know, which makes me think he's probably some sort of like salesman or something. I don't know. He also wore that freaking fedora at the Golden Globes, and I'm like, oh, real life I know. human who plays uh, Toby wears them too. <laughs> Like, funny hat guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. I think you have to be a rock star if you're going to rock a fedora. Like, I don't. Otherwise, it's just not really forgivable. Don't rock a fedora. Don't rock a fedora. Aren't aren't dudes who wear fedoras embarrassed? I don't know. I think they should be. I feel like they. I don't know. Just listen, folks, dudes of the show. Leave your fedoras at home. Leave them at home. Burn them. Leave them at home. So Wear bad. another hat. Wear like some other kind of hat. I just it don't takes know a how it takes a very a specific thing. kind of person to pull off a fedora so that you don't look like you're a Guy Fieri knockoff. Yeah. Ugh, fedoras, yuck. I am thrilled with the season overall. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. Totally. Like thrilled. I said. I, this was a show that I was really surprised that I was going to end up liking. Um, and I really only started watching it because you and Daisy were like, oh, my God, are you watching this? This is good. And then Daisy was like, I really liked Parenthood. And it's by the same people. And yeah, I don't know. If is it's it by just, the same I, people? I think so. I think it's like some of the same writers. I, I didn't watch Parenthood, but I, I always either. knew that I would like Parenthood. Yeah. I'm just like not the type for those kinds of shows. Like I haven't seen Gilmore Girls and I have and I know that you just started watching Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm just like I'm not typically for that network stuff. I'm only a season and a half in. I kind of like haven't watched a Gilmore Girls episode in a, a couple months, but I will do a slow burn on that all year. Yeah. 
And I'm sure some of our listeners may know that Milo Ventimiglia is in Gilmore Girls. But you know is what? Is that why you started watching? He's Milo with... No, but it was... I had vague plans to watch it for a while. Uh-huh. But that sealed the deal for me. Interesting. Because um, I started watching it like a couple weeks after the election because I was tired. I was, had, I was fatigued by that stuff like in whatever and i just wanted to turn off my brain and i'm like oh i'm gonna watch gilmore girls um and i watched a million episodes in one weekend but the thing is with milo first of all he's like a child oh he's so young but he's without facial hair in the show so it's a little yeah i don't like him without facial hair and we were talking about this briefly and i think we should touch upon it now that you touched upon it really briefly i don't like jack without his facial hair yeah, it could be just a mustache or it could be a beard, but like I need for him to have facial I hair. I need him also, to have some facial he hair. He has such good hair. I'm such a sucker for that hair. He do. does. He does have really good hair. He really does. But it's there's something so about beautiful. there's something about his facial structure that really um it really benefits. He's like one of those guys that like you know how there's some guys that like they'll grow a beard and you're like, you look totally different from when you don't have a beard. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like some I, other guys um, that can go yeah. like beard or no beard. And I'm like, eh, okay. Like your face hasn't changed so I've much. I've been finding more and more that I've been preferring beard like to to clean shaven. Yeah. Like I think that guys look better. Oh, well. In I that, mean, in, well, in welcome to welcome to the club. Welcome it's to, great to have you here. Welcome to Brooklyn. Jesus, <laughs> everyone has a freaking beard. Right. Welcome to Hipster Benjamin Franklin 2017. <laughs> Does everyone have a beard in Oakland? Um, I feel like I see most people sporting some facial hair of some kind. You know what I do it's not approve of thing. is handlebar mustaches or any sort of like fanciful, whimsical. Ugh, do not put wax in your facial hair. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not out. what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. Please do oil and wax your beard because that keeps it soft. and No, keeps do it you less want it scraggly. to look like an evil villain? No, I'm not saying I need like you to put upturned, wax in it. Like... No, dip. Hold on. I'm not saying I need you to put wax in it so that you can shape it. I need you to put a little <laughs> bit of product in it to keep the hair soft. That is all I'm saying. So oil um, and wax, okay, but do not shape your hair into shit because that's Don't annoying. Don't shape your hair. Don't shape it. Layla, Don't shape it. How do you feel about standalone mustaches? Uh, no, thank you. Even on Jack. Even on 70s, uh, 80s, I feel Jack? like on Jack, it was because it was like a time thing. But honestly. Oof. You know what? I'm going to say this. I think a mustache is like a fedora. It takes a very specific kind of person to pull that off, to pull it off right and not look like you're just trying to be a cool kid. I think Jack looks fantastic in a standalone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are a lot. You're really biased. Well, but he's so beautiful. Yeah. And he's really in shape. I mean, you know what? I'm sorry, but between the showdown between like Milo and Sterling K. Brown. You're SKB all the way. I'm I'm SKB all the way. Listen, I fell in love with him during the People vs. OJ. Oh, he was so good. 
And he was so good in it. He was so good. And when he did that Facebook Live, like right after the Memphis Uh. episode, I was like, ah. Yeah, SKB. I'm very into SKB. But in the showdown, I'm going Jack. I'll I'll take them both. You go Jack? I'll take them both. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go Jack and Randall. Jack and Randall all day. Get I have, Kevin out of here. I don't need. I don't need. Kevin I have absolutely zero feelings for Kevin. Like he's he's so just NAFTA, not a factor to anyone. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I mean, as he's, a character, he's just NAFTA to me in that show. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, like, and I hate to be this way, but like as a character, and I'm sort of like you're very milk toast. Give me Milo. So give me toast. SKB. Yeah, he's just yeah. forgettable. And Toby is regrettable. And Kate needs a personality. Well, it's just because, like, Toby's character is so, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. All right. So, like, I'm a goofball. Right. That's like, my jam. I'm the chubby goofball. Yeah, and I just, I don't, as a thicker lady... I'm kind of tired of all the like, if you're fat, you have to be funny shtick. I'm d- like, I'm tired right. well, of it. Well, Kate doesn't need to be funny per se, but she no, needs no, no. To have I'm not saying it specifically for Kate. I'm just saying like, like Toby runs that gamut. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And like, I think sometimes they write Kate in this sort of like, oh, okay, she's like sardonic, which is fine. Um, but yeah, just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, like I'm just tired. Yeah, funny. I'm just tired of all the like, you won't get any work or something, and it's just kind of like, oh, it's so annoying that you have to be like larger than life, you know? Yeah, I mean, there aren't that many fat women in Hollywood. We don't even see them that much, which is also just stupid, right? Which is why I think Kate's character could be so refreshing if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that like. Week to week, we have to watch her in a Weight Watchers meeting, you know, which like no offense, Weight Watchers. I love Weight Watchers. OK, like, yeah, you love like, Weight Watchers. I mean, it's yeah, it's great. It's how it's working for me. Um, Yeah, I just you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to see Kate at a fat camp. Like, there's probably more to Kate than her trying to keep her weight in check. You know, there's a lot of think pieces. If you can't tell listeners, we love like just shitting on think pieces but um there are a lot of think pieces on kate's character out there salon had a good one at the beginning of the season um and some of them are like this is a terrible message for women and some of them are like this is the greatest message ever to women so i don't know right i mean yeah the thing is like credit where credit is due here's here's this actress that's like front and center she's not a side character they aren't making her into like the you know like she's not like the melissa mccarthy of the show yeah um with no offense to melissa mccarthy she's great but like i feel like that's like a you know like melissa mccarthy rebel wilson like all of this is like it's like a running thing right oh yeah Yeah. um although i guess they're also like comedic actresses uh anyway so it's kind of nice well, you that, know, it, that they're not like making her into think, like a joke, per, like a joke character. But I also, like I said, I don't, I don't need to see an entire season of her struggling with her weight. Right. I, it just it's too much at this point. I think it's an important storyline, and I'm glad that they're addressing it. Um, but I just like she needs more to compel me to care about her character. 
Right. Yeah, and I think, and, honestly, um, yeah. they, I mean, it, in the end, I feel like it was so hard, right? Because, like, Randall's storyline was so fascinating. So developed Randall, and so good and right, interesting but, and engaging. And totally. And, Between Randall and William, which, honestly, okay, Ron Cephas Jones. He was so good. He's Ugh. so good. Like, every single episode, I was like, oh, my God. How have I not seen this actor before? Now I got to consume everything else that he was in. So good. What an amazing actor he is. Do you know that one of my friends who said that she hasn't cried once also said, I don't even like William. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, You really need to question this friend and why you're (laughs) friends with them. I'm sorry. She is one of my bestest friends on the planet. Hi, Dina. Dina, oh my God. cry. Dina, why, how she, do you... I need to know why... Okay, Dina, tweet the show. Tell us why you didn't like William. I don't care if it's like a seven-part tweet missive. I just want to know how you don't like William. I do, yeah, I don't... She was just like, eh. And I'm like, you do not have any feelings then. Like, what? I, I couldn't believe that she said that. Um... And she's just, I mean, she hasn't watched the finale yet. She'll probably hate it. <laughs> right. Um, but she watched Memphis big, and she big... felt nothing. Or yeah, she watched that watch episode that where, like, episode? yeah, I don't know. I'm also thinking of, like, the episode where it gets revealed that, like, William has been in a long-term relationship with, uh, oh, God, what was what oh, was ma'am. his, yeah, what was his lover's name? I can't remember. But even that I, I thought remember. was kind of interesting because it's like, okay, you reveal that he's that he's bi. Cool. But then we saw his partner maybe three like times. Yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know why they And then so in. much it so didn't... that like once William dies, all we get is a phone call between him and Randall yeah. being like, um, sorry I can't be there. Uh hope your life is okay i loved your dad a lot cool bye yeah it was very weird it was such i thought i I thought it was very weird his introduction and what little role he had like why bring him in at all right right i mean i think it was interesting i think it was interesting that like they made william so complex and like so dynamic um, but it was just kind of sad that, like, here was this person that he was with, like, towards the end of his, like, towards a huge chunk of the end of his life. And we didn't really see him a lot with Randall's family. Yeah. And also, like, he was like a complete no-show it, at the funeral. It just seemed really weird. And yeah, I almost I wonder they, if it was like, that I almost wonder if it was like a, per, like, some sort of production thing like they couldn't get that actor for whatever reason yeah, maybe, maybe there was like some scheduling conflicts and so they had to like write him like write around him a little bit because it just seemed that was to me that was like the one thing about this is us that i thought was a little sloppy amongst other little things but that one stood i thought out that was me. very sloppy yep i agree i thought it was very sloppy yeah um i'm gonna i'm like gonna die when the season premiere comes out in the fall i mean i feel I'm like you're so literally excited. gonna die when you find out how jack actually dies and <laughs> I, I the thing I that's might. so funny is like i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if the 9-11 theory doesn't even pan out and he dies in the most milk toast way 
Like he literally yeah, dies yeah. like getting like, you know, gangrene because he like got a cut on his leg as he was like helping an old lady cross the road. Like something yeah. super stupid. It's like, yeah. oh, I have this cut. I don't know what's happening. And then like two months later, he dies because like he had some crazy infection. And that's like the heroic moment. Very minute. You know what I would like if just for dramatic purposes, I would like if Mandy Moore gets with Miguel while Jack's alive. Oh, you hope that there's like some cheater reader happening. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because I need for I need. Yeah. I just it'll just add to the drama for me. Maybe. I mean, listen, if season two goes into the dark side of this family, like the unhappy side of this family, who's to say Mm -hmm. that that's not a thing that happens? And maybe that's why the kids dislike Miguel so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's also possible they just dislike him because it's not their dad. Oh, um, and uh, and really also quick. they know for sure that Miguel is Jack's best friend. So that's probably even if even if Mandy Moore's character didn't cheat on Jack, just the fact that she ends up marrying Jack's best friend is probably like super yeah. crazy to their kids. Just in the same way that you are not like somebody that's not even connected to Biden's family was like, what? She's dating the brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I really freaked out over that. But um, yeah. I have one last question for you. What do you think of Mandy Moore? I did not expect for her to be like a really great actress. And I still, I'm still kind of out for the count on my full assessment on her acting abilities. Only because I think the writers have been really good in like, writing her in a way where I don't think she has to I think she can shine within the parameters that the writers have given her and also obviously like the added element of like oh make her a singer so that we can see Mandy Moore sing week to week you know I have no interest in hearing Mandy Moore sing I never have and I never will and I currently don't right but I think because she's a singer, they're like, hey, let's let's give her this opportunity to do this thing that she does well. Yeah. Which I, I think mean, goes I, back I like to Mandy the whole Moore. thing of like, do I think she's a good actress? Like, yes, except that I I need additional information for me to fully commit to that answer. Because I think within the confines of This Is Us and like the way that her character has been written, I think they wrote her character so her so that she can shine even if she's not that great of an actress do you know what i mean yeah i don't think that she's a bad actress i i just um i'm kind of i don't know that i've seen her in anything else is the other thing have you seen her in other things i mean honestly just entourage i think and what was she doing on entourage i've never seen entourage and i have no intention or interest in watching that show it is a horrible show that i watched every single episode of um what did she do she played herself um but otherwise herself yeah okay so then Um, i still yeah you see what i'm saying like i can't i mean like 
I don't know. Maybe she doesn't have that great of acting range. I'm just, I asked just because, like, I'm surprised that she doesn't annoy me. Like, I think that she's cute. I think she's gorgeous, first of all. Yeah, I don't, I think she's, like, fun. I mean, I don't think that I would have, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I just, like, to the, to the question of, like, do I think she's a good actress? I think she's a good actress on this show. Yeah, she plays this, she plays this role very well. And right. I just think her and Jack make a gorgeous freaking couple. Yeah, honestly, the chemistry between the two of them is really nice. It's very nice. Like, I saw a picture with them, like, on Twitter or something today. And I was like, oh, man, I wish they'd get together in real life. Right. They're so Which, nice looking together. And I think a lot I think a lot of people are actually kind of wanting them to get together in real life. Um Really? But I will say this, which I think maybe goes back to your comment about Mandy Moore being a good actress or not. In the scenes with Mandy Moore and Miguel, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't buy it as hard as I buy her and Jack or her and Milo Milo's scenes together. I'm like, oh, dude, right. Well, you guys I don't really think love each other. But like in any scene that she's with, that she's Miguel, in with Miguel, yeah. I don't buy it. And maybe this yeah. is why you see more scenes with her and just Milo than anybody else. Like, think about that why, for a second. Why, because it's so nice to look at? No, I think maybe because, like, she can only really act well with him. Because in any other mm, time that I've seen her acting with any, like, alongside anybody else, it's always been a little lackluster, in my opinion. Oh, like, I, I, don't see get, that. I don't get feelings of love from her in scenes where she's not with Milo. I get seen, I get her love when she's with Randall. Baby Randall or SKB Randall? Um all ages of Randall. Hmm. But not the other kids. So Jack and Randall. Yeah. Two main squeezes of her life. Yeah, because she doesn't Squeeze. like the Ew, other. Gross. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> she doesn't like the apple. Kids, so. The apples of her eye. Yeah, the apples of her eye. Um. Well, this was really fun. I'm so glad I got to talk to you about this I at know. length. I've been dying to talk. This to I you know about it's it. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about this show forever and ever and ever. Um, and I'm sure yes, we'll we love p- keep talking about it. About it. Um, guys. This was uh, another great episode of Obsession Sessions. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been This Is Us. We are going to do an episode on girls and big little lies next. Yeah. And we know we did an episode on girls before, but I think this one will probably just be more on the like final season as opposed to like a culmination of girls in general. The entire series. Yeah, it'll just be a little Um, chat on girls, a big chat on Big Little Lies. Right. And we'll probably have another episode of uh, Drag Race when that happens. Oh, yeah. Which is coming up soon. Um, And we're going to look back at your suggestions again. We're going to look back at your suggestions. I will admit, I saw one that asked for the OA, and I'm so sorry. I don't think I can do it. I tried to binge watch it one weekend, and I got... Maybe four episodes in, but just honestly, like that and Mr. Robot, I just, I can't. Like, there's something about those, like, sci-fi fantasy shows that kind of go into that conspiracy theory that I'm just like, get me out of here. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you guys really, really want the OA and somebody else kind of comes in and is like, please do a show about it, then maybe, maybe, maybe I'll fight through it and maybe Dip will fight through it too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll like it. We'll just have a scathing conversation about it. (laughs) We're just like, oh, the show. That'll be fun. Um, Yeah. And then I think the other one was like, was like 3%, which I heard is actually pretty good. So maybe I'll check that out. But there's so many shows out. There's a lot of good shows out. So much good shows. So many good shows. And we'll get to all of them. And we're sorry we've been gone for so long. But thanks so much for joining us. Dip, tell them where they can email us and where they can tweet at us. Oh, you can tweet at us at ObsessionPod. And also, don't forget that Serially Obsessed is also coming back because there's going to be a new serial as seven-episode thing coming out on March 28th. So S-Town? S-Town? I think so. I think it's called S-Town, yeah. we'll be talking about that um, on Serially Obsessed. And we'll post a link to it on Obsession Sessions twitter as well so we hope that you tune in for that as well and in the meantime keep watching tv keep watching tv keep tweeting at us tell us what you want to watch um i know i just complained about a suggestion but i'm not a monster i'm just a human (laughs) right that has opinions so all right guys thank you so much for joining us and we will see you again talk soon okay Bye. bye